Can I be honest here? I have spent way too much of my life trying to be liked. We tend to believe that staying likable will make us successful. What if I told you that actually saying no more often to anything that doesn't uplift your highest good and saying yes to all of the things that bring you pleasure and joy is actually the key to success. This is a podcast for daydreamers, rule breakers, and paradigm shifters who are too weird to live, too rare to die. Here, together, we are changing the narrative. We no longer accept the systems that tell us we can't be ourselves and that we can't have everything we've ever dreamed of. In fact, we can, and we already do. Not in spite of who we truly are, but because of who we truly are. Believing this and living into this truth starts with one important question. How do you embody your highest self? This time on The Embodiment Project. You know, one thing I do want to go back and touch on that uh, not having filters doesn't mean I'm not being mindful. Like, Mm -hmm. it means that I, I am mindful, but I am trying to give the most authentic version of myself, you know, while being mindful, mm-hmm. you know, so just just want to yeah. clarify that that not yeah. having filters doesn't mean I act like a douchebag. So today is a special day, dude. Hello, Earth has- Day. Okay, it is Earth Day. Yes, Earth day, I wasn't even thinking about yeah. Earth Day honestly because. I have just, I feel like I've been trying to get you on my podcast for a long <laughs> ass time. Yes. Like I mentioned it years ago and, you know, it's taken us a while to get yeah. to a place where we could be here together mm-hmm. in a quiet place mm-hmm. with, you know, like two busy moms. Like yeah. Definitely didn't know. see how it could be possible without doing so much mental gymnastics on uh, childcare and being in like the right state of mind, but mm-hmm. thankfully co-parenting for the win. Very blessed to have, you know, uh, good co-parenting. Um, I guess partner, right? He's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not together, but we're both parents in this. So, uh, shout out to all the awesome co-parents out there trying to make it happen. Yes, yes, yes yeah. to us being our best so that we could be the best for our kids. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So this is Amy. Amy, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are with the, in your own words? Um, so Amy is an American name. I got, uh, I do, I have a Korean name. Not really comfortable with sharing only because I feel like it's really sacred and I'm not ready to have everyone calling me the name that my mom went and had like made for me. And in a place called a Chagmyeongso in Korea, where back in the 80s and like way before that too, they would go to a place to have their babies named. Um, so Amy is a name when I was going to Hoover Elementary in Compton, a teacher who was also Korean, she 
told me, why don't we give you an American name? Because people are going to make fun of your name. They're not going to pronounce it correctly. Uh, the students or the teachers. So why don't we give you an American name? How about Amy? And so I have been Amy since 1986, 1987. Um, so that is the name that I like. And I didn't even think about you know I love meanings behind things but the name Amy or the word Amy means beloved and one thing that a friend uh, had pointed out one time was um, even though I had a lot of abuse growing up um, that one of the ways was people um, saying their incantation over me they were calling me Amy even though like I couldn't really tell I couldn't tell anybody what was going on at home, but um, the fact that people spoke that beloved, you know, they spoke that over me, that that's what I was called all the time, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that I thought was really beautiful that she pointed out, that even though you were going through those hard times, people were saying that, you know, incantation over you, like protecting you, saying beloved, beloved, so mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool, so I, lo I love the name Amy, mm -hmm. I think. I think it's a very, uh, I've been called Amy for so long that I don't know what else, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm, I'm an immigrant, proud, proud immigrant from South Korea. Um, uh, I'm an ever-growing kid. Uh, I, I'm an ever-growing kid that had five kids of her own. Um, I am a person with many, many stories, <laughs> many, 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 many stories. Um, mm, uh, I am also, I also go by Musa Mama. So Musa Mama, Musa means warrior in Korean. And Mama is like, you know, like Mama or uh, in the royal courts, they would, um, say yeah mama which is like yes your highness so mama is uh, another word for like your highness mm. um so warrior highness i love that yeah. i love that idea of mama meaning royalty yeah like. mama yeah mm -hmm. mama so that that would mm. mean that's like a moniker for mm. your highness mm -hmm. yes your highness yes your royalty um yes Mm, I am a birth worker. Um, I'm very, very uh, intent on how I practice my gifts for birth work. Um, I am... I'm a beast. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I am. I I Dude. I feel like uh, my entire life, like starting from the beginning point, I've had to um, f not fight in a bad way, but from birth, I've had to. Um, I was given a lot of battles. Since since being born, mm -hmm. even before being born, my mom had to go through a lot of stuff too. Um, but I've been given a lot of battles so that I can overcome them. And 
um, genuinely feel genuinely feel emotions, not hide them, and to be a whole full spectrum human being. So that is the life path I was given this life. Um, and then as Danelia said, I'm a birth anarchist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Tell us again, what is it? Uh, a birth anarchist. Mm -hmm. So you said, um, because I do not work with everyone, I am not for everyone. I am for people who, who really n just need that reminder to tap in and know that they are not the sum of their abuse, their trauma, and everything else that has happened that they've had to survive, that they are not that, and that, like, seriously, sincerely, we are such freaking badasses, like, we birth human beings, like, that is crazy, we keep lineages going, and... I just am here to remind moms that we I'm not, I'm not the only warrior. Like all all moms, all of our ancestors are warriors mm. because they've gone through attempts at colonization, you know, so 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 much pain and they've they've been able to just be badasses through all of that. So what other choice do I have than to carry that on? You know, like, how can I taint that legacy of just being a badass? Like, when you ha you just have so much shit thrown in front of you all the time, this this life that we live, and we're trying to live as decent human beings. Yes. I think this is a perfect moment to, to go back to, like, what I was saying about why today is so, such a special day, because... Just having you here, bringing all of that with you, all of that passion and love and wisdom and knowledge, like ancestral, it, it, it exceeds like the physical realm. We're talking mm -hmm. about ancestral, you know, parts of you that you're bringing mm -hmm. to this very moment. It's such a special day for me to, to welcome you to this to this place to talk Thank with me you, and like in person you know I've been doing so many of these virtually but it's really special to do this in person um it's special to share you with everyone else mm. because I love you yeah. so much I think you know <laughs> I sing your praises you're my, you. one of my closest friends my sister you have been with me through everything and I I am so grateful your 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 friendship and your love and to be able to share your spectacular journey and your life your existence with people that listen to this podcast like it's really special dude so oh. so yes it is earth day but it's also like such a special day because we you're sharing earth. we yeah. are the earth and we're we're sh we're we are keeping it going, mm -hmm. you know, we're keeping it going. And by sharing your story as well, Amy, I'm so excited for people to hear more about you and what you've been mm -hmm. through and how it's made you who you fucking are because <laughs> you're such a fucking badass, dude. And, and I love it. And, um, yeah. So thank you for being here mm, and sharing all you. of that with us. 
So today, mutually agreed to talk about the concept of imposter syndrome um, and how it impacts us in our lives. I'm really curious to know for you what that's like and um, what your experience has been has been like with imposter syndrome. Oh. And what actually maybe you can start us off with like what what does that mean to you? Imposter syndrome. I think a lot of us feel, um, especially those of us uh, immigrants, indigenous folks people of color, the global majority, um, is that we're in a space that we don't belong, right? Like we're trying to figure out if we belong somewhere. Do I really belong here? Like, am am I meeting the requirements to belong here? Um, Are they going to find out that I don't belong here, right? That's the Mm -hmm. whole imposter syndrome thing of like, fuck, what if they find out that... I'm still like learning about this shit and I don't really know and like but I gotta have the confidence so that's that's what it is and we all have that imposter syndrome Mm. um we all I mean we didn't we weren't born knowing everything like and as moms right when the first time we go into labor unless you've been in labor you you just don't know you Mm -hmm. just don't know what to expect what's going on you just you just have no idea Mm-hmm. So that's us as human beings. We all have imposter syndrome. We all are trying to figure out who we are in this world. Where do we fit in? Um, and uh, I think a lot of times that gets influenced by family um, in ways where were we supported or were we forced into... Maybe doing something, working something, studying something that we really didn't want to for the sake of bettering our family, right? Like furthering our family. Um, And uh, I think a lot of us now who feel the imposter syndrome, we are the generation that actually have the luxury to prioritize our mental health. Mm to prioritize self-care and to prioritize filling our own cups Mm -hmm. i think we are like we have serious imposter syndrome because we know that that's not what our parents our ancestors had like our ancestors were all working their asses off trying not to get killed by folks who are trying to take your land take your resources um, and now we're starting to get to a point, at least in this, in this country, um, where we look at it, uh, genuinely, like who we are, how we relate to our own selves, our family and to the world. Um, so yeah, in in a lot of words, imposter syndrome is basically a part of figuring out who you are in the world. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and I do think we a lot like we all experience it, you know. Um but it is very much informed by this concept that we should know what we're doing. You mentioned that in the beginning, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like no, we really are just figuring it out and what if we normalize that? What mm-hmm. if we what if we didn't pressure ourselves Mm -hmm. or our children right it starts in childhood Mm -hmm. really because first you're a child and then you're not anymore you Mm -hmm. have responsibilities you have things you need to do you have 
people you need to take care of. You have, you know, like you start getting responsibilities and I feel like for a lot of us, there's no transition time. There's yeah. no, that's not a gentle transition. It's like overnight you turn a certain age and they say, okay, come on, you got to start being an adult. You got to start doing things a certain way. And, mm-hmm. and it's be- for me in my experience, like I feel like that it definitely informs my my imposter the, when I experience imposter syndrome you know it's like and the, I would have to ask myself like I have to stop and be intentional about like okay wait I'm, it's coming up for me again what is it that's making me feel inadequate mm. what is it that's making me doubt myself and say ooh somebody's gonna find out that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking mm-hmm. about or they're gonna know that um I don't know. I mean, it could be anything, right? It's like, who am I to who am I to host this podcast? Mm. You know, who am I to have this mic and share these things publicly? But it's like, no. When we are called, when we have a passion, when we have a fire that burns in our bodies, you know that feeling when you just like something just fucking lights you up, and you're just yeah. like, ooh, like it's like a yeah. tingle, you know? Yeah. It's like that is your spirit. Mm-hmm. That is our spirit calling to say, hey, bitch, listen up. This mm-hmm. is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to I'm trying to rewire my brain to approach that, for, like in those moments of doubt, you know, mm-hmm. of like, like I have to I have to it's like a battle, you know, I have to battle those thoughts with something bigger. Like, no, whatever everyone else thinks I should be doing is not important. That fire that burns inside of me when I get excited about shit that I'm going to be doing or creating or talking about or just having these moments, these moments of presence with people I love. That is, to me, like how I how I can conquer imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and another uh, element to the imposter syndrome, like we were talking about, is our our family um and for myself being 1.5 generation meaning like I was born in Korea also raised there as well but raised here uh during my formative years but um wait so you say you're 1.5 yeah 1.5 generation yeah cuz I'm not what? uh Korean oh yeah I see, I'm I Korean see. yeah I don't like I'm I was born in Korea I immigrated uh immigrated as a Korean person so um, I see myself as a Korean immigrant. It's just my English. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, a lot of times uh, my um, the way I speak English, it, it throws everyone off. And, of course, I get the, the comment of, but your English is so good. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Somebody says, like, like, there's uh, no, you don't have an accent. I'm like, well, you know, I speak two other languages, too. So, I don't know. Like, maybe it's harder for somebody who is monolingual and your tongue has not had enough um, flexibility to stretch into different enunciations and pronunciations. But um, that's another imposter syndrome thing, right? So, uh, people thinking... You know, I'm I'm expecting to have people um, look at me as uh, as someone who automatically like doesn't know English or speak English or knows the culture because um, 
I'm an imposter. Like, as an Asian person, like, I'm always a foreigner here in this country. I, I am a foreigner, but I've lived in this country longer than I've lived in Korea. So, just to get that straight. Um, Damn. Yeah. So, I, I, having imposter syndrome as an Asian person, I think, like, it, it goes many different ways, too. Like, I'm not really seen as legit. Unless I'm a doctor, unless I'm an accountant, unless I'm a lawyer. So here we go again with the imposter syndrome. Like I did not become those things. I had no desire. Actually, I'm, I'm lying. In high school, I thought I was going to go study law at Harvard. Like I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I was like, I'm going to go to Harvard and go study law. And then I was like, no, I'm going to join the Marines and go have a career in the armed forces and then things happen in life like reuniting with my mom after 14 years um, and moving back to California so yeah so many elements in um, what shapes our our viewpoint of our own selves and mm -hmm. how we see that we fit into society and into the rest of the world yeah oh imposter syndrome god <laughs> It's a bitch, dude. It's, it's a bitch it's, and it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in everything. It's in everything. Anything can have an element to it. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like that that heaviness of it can feel so tiresome, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why like I really want to know like how do you fight it? You know? What where do you put your where do you put your your energy into? What do you put your energy into? I put my energy into just not just, but fine-tuning on just being myself. Because I don't have... I literally... Bitch, I ain't got energy. I got five kids. I homeschool. Like, I do all kinds of shit. <laughs> I don't have the energy. I just want to be myself. And I think that may be the reason why I had imposter syndrome as a birth worker. Because I am a very rebellious person, like, period. Like, I literally, I literally, literally believe that birth is phys physiological. Like, you can't, like, I know that, like, in every cell of my body. Like, I don't, I'm not just saying it. I'm not just saying I trust the body. I trust the process. Like, bitch, I really know that this is how shit works. Like, if you just let the body do its thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I think because I didn't know how to encapsulate that and make it look Pinterest worthy or you know like have that Instagram aesthetic of the filters like I didn't know how to filter that shit out bitch like I've, I'm going to just concentrate on me being me and what I've noticed is that the people who stick by me are also similar that way that they are just being themselves and they'll laugh at themselves. They'll laugh out loud about shit. Like, don't think twice about fucking farting and be like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> you know, pick a booger. Hit my pen real quick. You know? So, yeah. I think that's how I, that's how I stay on my A game mm -hmm. is um, trying to be as genuinely myself as possible. It's just I feel like I'm having the imposter syndrome of how do I package it so that it's palatable for everyone. But then here we go on this like loop of I'm not palatable for everyone and that's okay.
okay. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think if there's a, anything you've taught me, Amy, over the years, it's that, like, I, I don't know if you realize that by being yourself, just in your everyday life, like, you give other people permission to be themselves. Like, I feel like I can be myself because I see you being yourself, you know? And what I mean by that is, like, like, tell us, what, like, well, you tell me, like, who are you? Who, who is it? What, what is it about you that you feel, like, mm. might not be for everyone or, or maybe is too much for people, you know? Because to me, like, that's the shit I love about you, nah. you know? But I want the Good. people, I want the people to know, like, you know, if, for folks who don't know you, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? <sighs> you know how you get told that you're too much? You're too loud. You're too this. Like, I've, I've heard that pretty much my entire life. I've just been very intense and passionate my entire life. Um, What's your, what are your signs? I am <laughs> I am a Leo stellium, mm-hmm. meaning my rising, my moon, and my sun, and my Venus is all in Leo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but uh, funny enough, I'm a water dog in Asian astrology, mm-hmm. which is very fitting. I'm a very delicate morning dew yin water. <laughs> So there's a, I'm, I'm, I am vastly a full spectrum of myself, usually at all times of my existence. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, can I, can I go like real here? Like, can I share some of the stuff we've been through together? Oh, yeah, yeah. Share some fucking stories. We don't have too much time to share too many, but like... Juicy, sure. I don't know. I just feel like where, whenever I'm with you, like you just you say what's on your heart and what's on your mind. And like, I love that about you. You know, you don't like you said, you don't filter shit out. You you let your true feelings show. And I think it does make people uncomfortable sometimes. But it's only because they aren't people are comfortable with emotion, mm-hmm. with with feeling Mm -hmm. and I get I have the same experience where I'm very expressive when I'm comfortable when I'm not comfortable I shut down Mm -hmm. I'm just like I can't be myself here so I'm just gonna be a blob Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but when I'm around people that I can I do feel like I can be myself with I'm loud I'm Mm -hmm. I would even say sometimes annoying like sometimes the cadence of my voice and the Mm. and the sound of my voice can be fucking annoying but I don't fucking care because I don't feel that way, but okay. I'm just saying, like... I I can see that, because I can see how people can think that about me. So, I get get it. I get it. But I've learned to embrace it, because Mm -hmm. I'm like... It's it's those moments that I'm in my joy. Mm -hmm. When my voice hits a, a... a frequency that is like borderline, like unnerving. Mm. It's because I'm fucking happy, yeah. dude. It's because I'm like, yeah, you know. And that's I fucking love it up there. It's like it's it's an endorphin rush. Yeah, you know? like we we're, we're releasing chemicals. And you know, one thing I do want to go back and touch on that uh, not having filters. 
doesn't mean I'm not being mindful. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it means that I I am mindful, but I am trying to give the most authentic version of myself, you know, while being mindful, mm-hmm. you know. So just just want to yeah. clarify that, that not yeah. having filters doesn't mean I act like a douchebag. Right. I, I think that's a yeah. really good distinction to make because I think that term may have got, gotten that connotation, yeah. right? Of like, mm-hmm. oh, someone who's unfiltered is like just a dick and they say mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. I'm not insinuating that at all. I think it's more like unfiltered in the sense of like Instagram. Like you're yeah. not you're not trying to prettify things. Yeah. You're not trying to yeah. like, you know, like... Um, you're not like fake, you know, you're fucking real, dude. Like to just keep it real. Like you're a fucking real ass person and you keep it real all the time. So that's what I mean is like, you're not going to bullshit someone, you know? And then here I go, here I go while (laughs) she's saying that, here I go into my mind of like, what about all the times that I wasn't like acting myself that I did shrink and didn't like, you know, "Ah," or whatever. But yeah, I, I... That's what I hope to, you know, be about myself. But also, I want, like, one thing is, unless, like, I'm seeing you do something that's literally not cool and I I will have to, like, attack you physically, (laughs) unless it's that, I will be very mindful about allowing people to be who they are. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable that you know like i have certain tics like when i get nervous i pull out my fucking hair it's called trichotillomania you know it's like a it's a a legit like disorder that i fought like look at how long my hair is but then i have trichotillomania i I pull out my hair because that's how i Mm self-regulate like i don't want to be judged for that or thought of as somebody who is not as dignified you know Mm -hmm. so everyone deserves dignity every single human being deserves dignity and i want to come with that respect for people Mm -hmm. i want to come with that respect for people and let them know hey like i honor you i see you like you're good Mm -hmm. you're good like like they say namaste right namaste is the the God in me sees a God in you. And that's everyone. Like, everyone fucking is deserving mm. of that. Every single person. Mm-hmm. Every single person. Because unless, you know, unless we can come at it from that standpoint, like, how are we going to see where we all are at? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to always have this fucking imposter syndrome mm-hmm. if we don't allow people to be seen the way they are mm-hmm. and to truly accept it and you know like yeah. we're gonna always have this imposter syndrome mm-hmm. so hmm, you know my life I feel like it hasn't we all mm. feel like we you know unless we're validated right by um, accolades or by recognition like Mm -hmm. we don't feel like we've succeeded and so a lot of us have that imposter syndrome of like okay since I didn't succeed um what I do doesn't really matter Mm. but that's like I know that that's not true I know that that's not true but you know just because 
I may look like this. I'm not always like this. I also fight demons a lot. Mm -hmm. I fight my own demons a lot. There are days that I do not come out of my house if I don't have to. There are days that I get held by my bed for most of the day. I mean, chronic pain, um, still recovering from a heart attack and stroke three years ago. Um, and realizing that my physical self is not what it used to be. Like, I can get into some dark-ass spots. Dark, dark, dark. Mm -hmm. But I'm not in that despair of when I used to be suicidal when I was much younger. Like, actually acting on it, too. Whether it's cutting myself, taking, you know, like, trying to overdose. I apologize. I'm kind of losing my train of thought. But I'm, okay. I'm just giving myself some mm -hmm. grace to mm -hmm. um, look at that younger self um and let her know that it was okay like it's it's all a part of learning it's okay this is your story mm -hmm. yeah That's we really don't powerful. we don't give ourselves um you know we don't uh, get to take that pause mm -hmm. or like maybe we do it's just uh when we're in settings like this you know we're expected to just like be machines where we you know just talk and and uh know all the right answers or know what to say mm -hmm. but yeah no we don't have to yeah that that mm -hmm. um i i still have a lot of work uh in terms of um even connecting with the younger me that was hurt like I usually only uh, have tapped into that as an adult via mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mushrooms help me discover me, kids. Just yeah. let you know. I love what we're hearing here because I think you're giving us a chance to hear what it's what it feels like to to actually be in your mind going through this what imposter syndrome mm -hmm. can look like, and then how you transformed it into compassion mm -hmm. for your past self. Like, you let us see that thought process, that stream of consciousness. That's so valuable for us all to witness. Thank you for letting us see that. Yeah. One, one of the stories that, um, that I tell people now that, like, I find as like, oh, shit, that I didn't really think of anything back then was uh, the attempted murder-suicide um, hostage situation that I was in with my father mm. when I was 13. Mm -hmm. um, my father is a gambling addict. Uh, I have not had contact with him since like 1998, I think. And um, I heard that he's like out in Korea somewhere now. But um, my father, he never held a job. He just was a gambling addict. Uh, had multiple wives, multiple kids, um, multiple, one of them ran away, you know, the women, um, and, uh, at this point, um, we were living in an apartment in Gardena, and the lease, he was able to get in by using one of his friends' IDs, you know, so mm -hmm. it wasn't even, like, we couldn't even be ourselves, um, and he was just like over it like you know his his girlfriend at the time she left because she was over his shit and um he just didn't he was just tired i guess um and he's somebody who 
survived a suicide attempt where he shot himself um, back in like late 70s like basically right before I was born um, and so one night you know I think it was on a school night even like I remember him just like telling me to come into his room and um, once I got in he shut the door he locked it it was dark in the room um, and he told me I can't go on anymore I got a gun so I'm gonna shoot you and I'm gonna shoot myself. And so at that point, as a 13 year old girl who's had to be like very mature for her age for most of her life, like I, I had to tap in. I had to tap into that, that compassion, you know, for somebody who doesn't wanna be compassionate. That I would say that that's probably a situation or story that really like defines like who I am or what I'm made out of is that in even in the midst of like a crazy ass situation like that I I can see the humanness you know I can see the hurt like I saw the hurt and what I think connected him you know this is like me standing in a dark room not not being able to see my father not knowing where the gun was. I don't know if he has a gun. I don't know if he's pointing it at me. I don't fucking know, but this man has a gun. And he told me what he was thinking about doing. And all I could do at the time, like I couldn't even think, but I just, just connected with him. I told him, I know it's hard. I know you're having a hard time. Yes. You know, I even went so far as to like talking about my own mom, you know. Because he was like, you know, your mom left. And and my mom had to run away from him to survive. She had to put me into Korea with her family and run away herself so that we could both be alive. And here I am telling my father, who was like on a total like suicide trip, like he is just wanting to end everything. And... I'm telling him, no, she left both of us. She didn't just leave you. She left both of us. So I know that that's one of my strengths as a person is to see through the bullshit and just connect with the person. Like if they allow me to, right? If they, if they, if they allow themselves, if they allow me to see a part of that, you know? Um, I think that's a gift that I bring and that's who I am. And I think that kind of, you know, it's like cliche, but not really. But that's that's who I am as a being is that even in the fucking chaos, like I'm going to see you for who you are and I want to connect with you. Like I really want to connect with you. Like I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, nice things are cool too. But like I want to connect with you. And I think maybe the... Maybe because, like, I've had to see things like that, I don't have time for bullshit. Like, I've seen, I've seen some shit, you know? I've, I've, I've seen some shit, been through some shit, so I just want to get to the good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to fucking, like, courtship is cool, too. Courtship is cool, but I want to get to the good stuff. Like, life is not, we're not fucking guaranteed tomorrow, everyone. We're not guaranteed to fucking wake up. We're not guaranteed to be able to make it home, you know, tonight. We're not guaranteed any of this shit. Like, I want 
This is a service that I can do as a human being is to just be myself and allow you to be yourself so that we can get home. We can all get home with goodness on our hearts. Like we mm -hmm. could just be a better person when we go back home to wherever the fuck we came from. You know, that's, that's what my essence is. That's, I don't know how to fucking monetize it, you know, but I've been hustling. <laughs> I've been hustling. I do all kinds of shit. So what are, whatever I've done, I think I make sure that element is put in to my work. Like, bitch, it's me. It it's is. me. It is, Amy. It is. We see it. We see it. Yeah. We see it. I see it. And I feel it. And, and I think that you, your essence is so unique and it's so beautiful and it's so like uncontainable I like you know? that I like that because that's so we, true <laughs> we can't contain your essence and that's why I'm so drawn to it you know um, because you you give me the freedom to be uncontainable too mm -hmm. you know to just let myself just be who I am if we contain ourselves and we're we're all in our little boxes of containment then how can we really reach in and like blend in right you know? right and, and like connect mingle. yeah connect and make heartfelt connections yeah, yeah. real like yeah we're just stuck if yeah. we just like you know do this yeah <laughs> yeah and i don't I, I mean this is fine for self-regulating but like to try to reach out you know mm -hmm. just yeah. for clarity she's putting her arms at her chest like and I'm waddling, I'm waddling, waddling. Like a cute little penguin. Uh -huh. like, or like um, a butterfly hug, right? Yes, Where you like tap hug. your chest and kind of like self-regulate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. But sometimes we need the, we need to connect with other people too. You know, we need to the co-regulation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we definitely do that for each other. Yeah. You know? yeah. I would say, yeah. I would say definitely. And I think this episode is going to be a tool for people to self and co-regulate co yeah. with us through through those feelings of imposter syndrome, yeah. you know? Because so, I think we're able to see, like, where we all have it, mm -hmm. but the fact that we, we really do possess gifts of our own mm -hmm. to combat that. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the key to combating imposter syndrome is, even though we will deal with it for the rest of our lives, most likely because of all the years it took to ac accumulate all of this, like, these thought processes, mm -hmm. right? This this uh, perception of what we should be doing and and that what we're that our true essence and our true um nature is going against that mm -hmm. um is to like do it anyway mm -hmm. yeah because we're we're all gonna fucking do whatever the fuck we want why why fight it right yeah. why why like f why live a life fighting doing something you don't really want to do when you can just fucking give into it yeah Make it easier. Give into it. It's gonna be fucking hard. Like I think we're all trying to figure out how do we how do we monetize it? How do we <laughs> how do we how do we tap into our gifts yeah. and get paid well? You know, and that comes. It's coming. I feel it coming. I feel it coming. This is the first step for me, though. It's it's <sighs> connecting heart to heart and having difficult but meaningful conversations mm -hmm. that transform the way that we experience that moving forward. So 
Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thanks for letting my mind uh, go everywhere that it wanted to. It's such an honor to, to witness, honestly. It's such an honor to witness. Thank like, you for seeing it that way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, welcome to my world. <laughs> so before we um, close up, there's a couple of things I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is a question I ask everybody on this podcast, mm-hmm. which is how do you embody your highest self? Like my highest self, like my highest vibrating self, like mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. like my whatever truest that, being self. Yes, whatever that means how, to you. Okay, so mm-hmm. how? What was the question again? How it's do you so embody? Simple, but it's not okay. How do you embody that? How do I embody that? For people who don't know you or don't you know don't know you yet. Mm, okay, so give I, them a little flavor. I feel <laughs> like right now what I should be embodying for my highest self. <laughs> What I should be embodying is self-discipline. Like, I'm lacking that a lot. And it's not a bad thing, right? Because self-discipline is an action. It's an action to a betterment of yourself. So I embody myself at the highest point of myself when I am doing the work, when I am putting in the work on becoming a better version of myself. That's when. So it's never ending because I'm, I'm forever going to be trying to be a better version of myself at every moment. I mean, I, I will take a million steps backwards too sometimes, but that is my highest self. That That's where I embody it is in my, um, my actual action of bettering myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> such a... Such a different answer, huh? <laughs> no, it's different for everyone, honestly. And I, I know it does kind of catch you off guard a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. it really forces us to think like, yeah, how do how do we show up in the world? You know, mm-hmm. how do we show up in the world and how do we how do we show up as the best parts of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of us, I think it's even hard to even know where that is because so many of us are stuck under like not thinking we're very good, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. self-hatred, essentially self-loathing. Yeah. At least for me, that that was a big part of my journey, you know, it's like having to come up from that to be able to even see that I have a highest self. Who mm-hmm. is that? Where is she? What does she look like? What does she do? What does she, you know? And and really, I feel like that person is who I bring to this podcast. Mm. That person is who I allow to people to hear me, mm-hmm. you know, engage with others here. Um, and and I feel that with you, I feel like you've brought your highest self to our conversation today, which is really special. Not because I was hitting my pan during it, but you know, <laughs> you know, I wasn't that high. Yes, yeah. I've I've been I've been very very out of this world many a times. But this this is this is pretty much like I don't want to say basic because I'm never basic, but this is like. This is Amy. Mellow. Yeah, this is Amy. I don't know. I don't know. When you meet me, you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> All right. So tell people where they can like find you, connect okay. with you. You know, so they can meet you and reminder get to experience your magic. Yeah. Reminder: If you guys have water bottles next to you, mm-hmm. grab that bitch. Mm-hmm. Drink some water. <laughs> Just a reminder because I'm I'm drinking water right now. So. 
Um, where you can find me, uh, I'm most active on my Instagram account, which is Musa, M-U-S-A underscore Mama, Musa Mama. Um, you will see a awesome caricature of me um, when I used to have my purple hair. Um, so if you see a super cute caricature of me with purple hair, that's that's me. I will be starting. Oh my god, I'm actually saying it on here, so I can't go back from it. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I'm nervous. Okay. So. Uh, I am starting my own podcast, finally, and it's called Delinquent Asians, and it's all about amazing, badass AAPI folks who basically didn't end up a lawyer, doctor, attorney, engineer, architect, accountant, basically all the ones that our parents wanted us to to be in, um, to be doing, you know, to be a good good kid who isn't bringing dishonor to the family so i will be starting that and hopefully you guys can tune in too because i'm gonna have some freaking amazing stories for you guys Hell from yeah. amazing folks who are absolutely not your model minority <laughs> i love it so what is it what is it called Delinquent Asians, yes. but it's uh, we're not um, excluding our Pacific Islander brothers and sisters. Uh, just it was for basically the namesake of putting it on Instagram and for the title of it. But it's okay. Delinquent Asians. Love. All right, so check that out. Keep an eye out. We'll be sharing that as well. Coming soon. Yes. yes. And connect with Amy. Um, she's definitely somebody that you want to stay in community with. So connect with her on Instagram. Check out all of her offerings. She's always doing something. Oh, God. <laughs> so just got to keep up with her. Yeah. You, you got to just keep up. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss anything. And it's like, <laughs> and it's super limited edition because it's all based on like how much like physical energy I have mm -hmm. to, um, to do these things. So I will slowly be doing less of the physical stuff and doing more like online. So... If I offer anything, snatch that shit up. Yes. Because. You don't know when it's going to be back. Yeah, mm -hmm. I. you have no idea when it's going to be back. Plus, I know my magic that goes into whatever I make. Like, mm -hmm. I, bitch, it's all of me, but in product form. You got it? <laughs> in a get bottle. It? In a bottle, in a bitch. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> A little four ounce jar, just love like it. me. I love it. Small but yes. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Amy. Oh, this is so fun. thank oh, you. So fun. All right, y'all. That's it for today. If you are enjoying the Embodiment Project, please help us keep our five star rating by going to Apple Podcasts and. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Let me know what is speaking to your heart. What are you taking from this episode? If you want to connect with me, feel free to follow me on Instagram at the multidimensional mommy. Mommy is spelled M-A-M-I. If you want to learn more about my workshops, classes, courses, music, feel free to go to my website at www.danelia.com. See you next time.